Amen. Um, Luke 19 and verses 28 through 40. Um, this Palm Sunday. Uh, you have your scriptures. I'm reading from the King James Version and, and whatever translation you might have. Uh, let's just read out loud together these uh, 12 verses, all right? You have it. You ought to have your Bibles. You don't have one. Bring your Bible to church. Amen. Amen. Bring your Bible so you can see. Some people think I'm making this up. Oh, ain't, they ain't in the Bible. Well, you ought to get your Bible and read it. Amen. I'm not trying to pull no fast one on you. It's in the book. And that's life in this book. All right, verse 28. That's started reading. And when he had thus spoken, he went ahead, ascending up to Jerusalem. And it came to pass when he was come near to Bethlehem and Bethany at the mount called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go into the village opposite you, in which at your entering ye shall find a coat tied, on which yet never man sat. Loose him and bring him here. And if any man asks you, why do ye loose him? Thus shall ye say unto him, because the Lord had need of him. And they that went were went sent their way and found even as he had said unto them. And as they were loosing the coat, his owners said unto them, why loose ye the coat? And they said, the Lord had need of him. And they brought him to Jesus, and they cast their garments upon the coat, and they set Jesus on it. And as he went, they spread their clothes in the way. And when he was come near even as the descent of Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed be the king who cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from among the mother two said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold out peace, the stone would immediately cry out. Amen. The grass withered it, the flower faded away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. You shall find a coat tied. I just want to talk this morning from the subject, tied up and the Lord needs you. Amen. Tied up and the Lord needs you. You may be seated. Tied up and the Lord needs you. Tied up. You'll find a coat tied. Loose him and bring him to me. Tied up and the Lord needs you. Bondage is the main weapon of the devil. 
He tries to impede and interrupt the saints of God. He will use any means necessary to accomplish his ultimate desire for all of us to be destroyed. That, that is the ultimate desire for Satan is to destroy and defeat the children of God. John chapter 10 verse number 10. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. In his arsenal of trickery, he uses the five D's to tie us up. He used divorce. That's why I tell you guys who are, 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 are single, you need to really pray before you get married and make sure you are marrying the person that God has for you. Because a bad marriage will tie you up. Amen. 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 You hear me say it so often that most people have a marital problem. Either one of them or both of them drop out of church. He used divorce. There's somebody mad here this morning. There's somebody mad. Wanted to come to church, but mad. And, then, and some of y'all grew up in a family where there was always fussing and fighting. And some of y'all are mad today. Because mom and daddy fussed and fought all the time. He used divorce. He uses diseases. People who are sick, after a while, the devil will try to make you think that God has forgotten about you. He uses desertion. Your husband or your wife just walk off and leave you. You're trying to be the best Christian you can. You done prayed and anointed the house anointed him, anointed his pocketbook, anointed the car, and he still drive off and leave you. The devil use that to make you angry. He uses death. The death of a loved one, if you are not careful, will rock your world. And a lot of people stop coming because they got mad with God. And, and God, they prayed. And somebody told them all you got to do is name it and claim it. And mama or daddy or husband or wife still died. Listen, you don't control God. Amen. But death will rock your world. Amen. Get you tied up, mad, angry with God. That's why I don't never tell people we know what God going to do. You don't know what God going to do. And I don't pray for healing. Amen. Because death is healing. I pray for physical restoration. Because, but, but he'll use death. To rock your world. And then Satan also tied us up with debt. Being broke. Amen. Being broke. Somebody, amen, broke. I, I've been broke. Anybody else here, other than me been broke? I ain't, like Big Mama said up in East Texas, I'm talking about show enough broke. I ain't talking about, I'm talking about broke. Amen. I'm talking about broke. I'm talking about broke and broke down. And there I was pastoring the Canaan Baptist Church. Struggling. Amen. See, I can tell broke folk, broke folk are mad. See, some of y'all broke, you're mad. You ain't said amen, you had all this good singing. 
Let me tell y'all what, if y'all keep singing like that, my God, God. But when you're broke, you just mad. You just mad. <laughs> See, some of y'all didn't clap. See, man, you tell broke folk, they rarely ever clap, man. And I say some funny stuff. I know I say some stuff that's human. But broke folk never laugh. They look at me like, you better go and get through and sit down. I'm sick of you. <laughs> already, I'm sick of you already. Oh, get. Death. Satan will use that debt. That's why we keep talking about uh, Dave Ramsey being debt free. You think you can worship now. You think about all your bills are paid. And you are debt free. Amen. 85% of divorce is caused because of financial pressures. Amen. That's why a lot of these guys don't want to get married because they don't want to pay the cost to be the boss. Dr. Dr. Greenup says a woman is a female, not a free male. Amen. Woman calls money. Well, amen, amen. That's why some of these old cheap guys don't want to get married. They just want to live together. Really, they're saying, listen, I don't want to take care of you, but I sure want to enjoy you. All right, I guess. No cheap sale, amen. Because women cause money. You got to pay for the license, the ring. Then you got to pay for a place to stay. You got to buy her clothes. Shoes. She got to get her hair done, her nails done. You just can't feed her tuna fish. You just can't take her to Whataburger after church. You got to take her to Papa Dope. Let me call. Let me get that. like that dead. Amen. Women. Amen. You just can't put anything on her. Amen. You just can't put a T-shirt on a woman. Amen. She. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. And Satan uses debt. Oh, in our context, that's a whole, in our context, when you read all of Luke chapter 19, verses 1 through 10, we see Jesus saved a crook. <laughs> Old Zacchaeus was a tax collector. <laughs> a crook. <laughs> but Jesus saved him because he wanted to be saved. And, and then also in Luke 19, we see Jesus weeping over Jerusalem. There's only two times in scripture recorded that Jesus wept. He wept at Lazarus' grave, John 11:35, and Jesus wept. And then here he weeps over, over Jerusalem. Sometimes you look at the city of Austin, sometimes just make you want to just cry over the conditions of many people of color still in this city, 2017, and we still are the most disproportionate. We did make you sometimes just want to look at Austin and cry. He wept over Jerusalem. That's why. That's why they called him. Though they thought he might have been Jeremiah, because Jeremiah was the reaping prophet. And every now and then, when you see the condition of mankind, it make you want to cry. When you saw, when I saw the news, what Assad had dropped that bomb of chemical weapons and they showing little babies dead last week. It just, I just, it just brought tears to my eyes. Jesus wept over the Jerusalem. And then he goes into the temple and drives out the money changers. See, Jesus wasn't no little bit of passive fellow. See, a lot of people keep trying to make Jesus like he was some kind of little girl. No, he was a man. He was a man's man. Well, amen. That's why I don't watch all these shows, these movies about Jesus, because he was not white, he was not blonde hair and blue eyes. 
Amen. And he wasn't no be a little skinny fella. He was a tan brother. I don't know if he had. Now he didn't have on no dashiki either. Now no, he didn't have no <laughs> no dreads. <either. laughs> See, some of y'all go too far the other way you now <laughs> with a with a medallion on all that. He didn't have. <laughs> he didn't have on no robe. Talking about straight out of Oakland, all that kind. Of, he didn't. No, he didn't have all that. Y'all don't went too far that way, but no, he. But he was a man. See. And he went to the temple where they were selling and, and turned over tables. And said, my house, God Almighty, hey, shall be called a house of prayer. That way he said, verse number 46. He went in there. And, hey, so uh, 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 women, men are looking for a man. Amen. They may looking for a man. Amen. They looking for a man. Women haven't had a woman yet. Ask for them. Pastor, just give me anybody. No, a woman want a man. See. So if she hear a noise at night, he'll go check it out. I'll see in the bed, baby. I'll go see. You know. She's looking for a man who'll take a bullet for her. Oh, come on, y'all may well say amen. That was women. She's looking for a man who'll take a bullet and a take a job. <laughs> that was she looking for a man. Amen. Our society is crying out for men. You see, the great experiment in feminism has failed. And our wives and children are crying out, where are the men? Well, amen. And if you married to a man, you ought to be glad right now. You ought to be happy. Thank you, Jesus. You ought to be praying for your man. Because real, godly, Holy Ghost-filled men are getting as scarce as chicken teeth. And if Lord have blessed you, your husband saved and so enough saved, love Jesus and love you, you know you happy. Amen. Jesus went in. Well, it got a little quiet. You start going see, I know some of y'all been in these school, all this feminist mess. Hey, please. Amen. Well, amen. A woman looking for a man is in her DNA. She looking for a man. And even in a lesbian relationship, one of them try to be I rest my case, amen, for a man. <laughs> Let me draw you, that's right. Tied up. And the Lord needs you. Well, just two things I want to give you this morning. We're going to go down. First of all is the liberation. The liberation. Verses 28 through 36, Jesus goes up from Jericho up to Jerusalem. And anytime you go to Jerusalem, because Jerusalem, over 2,500 feet above sea level, uh, Jer Jericho were almost 200 feet below. When you, go, when you go to Jerusalem, you are always going up. Anytime you come to the house of God, you always going up. I mean, everything that goes on in worship is leading us up. Towards a risen savior. He went. He, he stopped at Bethany. One place he stopped. And, and Bethany was the home of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Whom Jesus had raised from the dead. And, uh, and Jesus uh, came there. And then he sent his disciples. said, go, go uh, into the city opposite. You're going to find a coat tied. This shows the sovereignty of God and the omniscience of God because he knows everything. 
I told you on Wednesday night in Bible study, when you pray, don't think you're trying to inform God that God don't know what's going on. He knows everything, see. That's why Bible study is more important for a saint because you need to know what God is saying to you rather than you trying to tell God what's going on. <laughs> Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. God knows. Amen. Listen, he knows. He knows. The hairs on your head are numbered. He knows. He knows your zip code. He knows your email address. He knows your Twitter account. He knows how much you weigh. Amen. He knows what you did last night. He knows what you're thinking right now. He is God. Ain't no surprise with God. Man gets surprised, you know. And he knows what you went through. But you made it because of what? The grace of God. He knows. Amen. He knows. He knows. He said, go find that coat tied up. And uh, it also shows that everybody is valuable to God. See, everyone. See, a lot of, see, a lot of, and that's tough because, see, I believe it was Stokely Carmichael or uh, H. Ralph Brown who said that the worst thing that the white man did to the black man wasn't physical, it was mental. And, 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 and the whole idea of Jim Crowism and and all that was to remind us constantly that we were second-class citizens. Now, some of y'all my age and Scott's age who are baby boomers who grew up doing the segregation. And we saw the colored-only signs. We were colored back then. It took Jane Brown in 68 to start singing, Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Ow! So you always got to say ow when you say James. You just can't. All right, amen. You always got to put ow. You just can't say, you know. And, and, but see, a lot of us, that's why we kill each other more than any other ethnic group. Amen. We kill each other because a lot of us don't like us. Because we've been told we were nobody. But let me tell you what. Everybody is special to God. Were you black, white, Hispanic, Syrian? Were you legitimate, illegitimate? Were you rich, poor, educated, uneducated? Listen, you are valuable to God. Yes, sir. If you're still driving your deuce in a quarter, you ought to put your eight track in and just, you ought to lay back that seat and say, God's grace. God's grace. Amen. <laughs> Well, bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. A whole lot of folk, a whole lot of folk don't think they're important. Listen, your people around you may not like you, but God like you. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. That's why, that's why you ought to walk with a sanctified strut. Even if you're riding the bus. Doc, I'm somebody. How you know? Because God loves me. I got two or three hand claps. Some of y'all, see, some of y'all don't know when to shout. Amen. I thought I'd get one shout there. Because, see, you've been pushed down. Some of y'all, see, don't interpret how people treat you and think God treats you like that. Because some of us been treated like, <laughs> can't say it in public. 
I could give you a letter what it started with, but see, some of us been treated like, but I can't say it in public. We at church, we on live stream. I can't say it, but some of us been treated like. Hey. But don't get people confused with God. Just cause a Negro walk off and left you, he's not God. See, matter of fact, some of you did better when he left you. You started doing better, got a better house, better car. <laughs> But see, God loves us. See, everybody is valuable to God. Don't ever let people set your agenda. Don't ever let people tell you you ain't nobody because you're not from where they are from. Listen, I'm from on the edge of nowhere, but my mama taught us you somebody because God loves everybody. John 3, 16, for God so loved Billy Wayne. See, and I don't need nobody to validate me. That's why, hey, listen, that's why I wasn't part of no uh, fraternity. And all. I don't need nobody to give me no high five. I high five myself, amen. <laughs> I can sing my own song. I can dance by myself because I know I'm valuable with God. You ought to hug yourself sometimes. I may be sick. I may be broke. I may be living. But God loves me. I'm valuable to God. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> If that don't get you going, nothing will, man. That's the liberation of God. He loves us. Amen. So many people put too much value on other folk. Some of y'all just think you just got to be married. So please, please. That marriage ain't going to make you feel. If you married the wrong, see, a lot of folk thought they had a Boaz and they got a bozo. Amen. Where I live don't validate who I am. Because I was somebody when I got here. Because my mama told me, hey, amen, well, you are valuable. Amen. Give your neighbor a high five and say, you valuable to God. Listen, you, you valuable, man. Listen, dog, you valuable. Listen. Amen. Some of y'all don't want to do it. Some of y'all so afraid of freedom. Y'all don't uh, yeah. Because you've been reading the wrong paper. You better read the word of God. You are valuable to God. Go get that coat tied up. Bring him to me. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. I was valuable before I got my doctorate. <laughs> Amen. I was valuable when I came out of my mother's womb. Amen. Because God don't make no junk. Now, we may act junky. <laughs> God don't make no junk. <laughs> Your life may be jacked up, but you're still valuable to God. That's why he placed you here this morning. God orchestrated for you to be here this morning so you could hear this man of God tell you, even on live stream, that you are valuable to God. And whether I'm broke, married, divorced, sick, you're still somebody with God. Sure, they put, him on a, they put Jesus on, on the donkey road and put their clothes there, set him on. They brought it to Jesus. Always bring it to Jesus. Bring it to Jesus. Bring it to Jesus. Whatever your problems are. See, some of y'all trying to handle your problem yourself. That's why you look so so, so that's why you're taking all them pills. You're about to go crazy. You trying to handle You try just bring it to Jesus. See? If I look bad, it ain't because of fact I'm staying up all night. Because whatever problem I got, I bring it to Jesus. I've taken every member of this church. I've taken you to Jesus. I've taken this church to Jesus. I've taken everything I got to Jesus. Lord, if you can't handle it, it won't be handled. You got to bring it to Jesus. Let it go. 
Tell your neighbor, let it go. See, some of y'all trying to hold on to it. You're trying to be, let it go. You can't handle it. It's too big for you. You've been struggling with it. You've drank yourself through every bottle of liquor in town. And you still got a problem. Let it go. Bring it to Jesus. <laughs> Bring that old crazy wife to Jesus. Okay, I, thought, I thought I'd get amen. Okay. I'm going to really get some amen. Bring that old crazy husband to Jesus. Bring them old wild acting children to Jesus. Jesus, you hound them. They brought them. Jesus said on it. This is the fulfillment of the prophecy of Zechariah 9 and 9, 500 years earlier, that he will be coming in time. And he didn't sneak in. Jesus rode in in public. There was a hit out on Jesus. In John eleven fifty seven. they had put out, the Pharisees had put out to kill him. If you knew where he was, bring him to us. <laughs> but see, being a Christian, we don't sneak around. The Holy Ghost give us boldness. See, the devil would like for us to shut up and go away, but no, the saints ain't going away till Jesus come get us. See, though, that's why when I preach, I ain't trying to make nobody happy. I ain't trying to make friends. I'm gonna stand and preach this word, whether you like it or not. You got two options: you can get mad, or you can get glad. But I'm gonna preach it. <laughs> Some of y'all need to stop apologizing for being saved. I'm saved, and I thank Jesus. You need to open your big mouth and tell, I'm saved. Wait a minute, I ain't finna bag down because you don't agree. Big deal. Well, amen. Too many, too many shaky Christians, you know. And there are Muslims running around, homosexuals running around with parades and everything, and we scared. Some of y'all even scared to say amen at church, amen. Because you don't want nobody laughing at you, yeah? you. And you got some folks so crazy if you say amen, they think you like to preach. You must like rebel. No, the truth, dummy. Amen. Amen means right on. So mote it be. Amen. Jesus rolled in in the center of town. Stop being so afraid of your convictions. He lived. Then in suckling, not only liberation, he look at the celebration. And we'll. We'll go down. I, I thank God. Thank, thank you, Mayor Coors, for, and thank you, Deacons, for setting the stage today for celebration. See, see verses 37 through 40. Look, and, 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 and when he was come near, even to the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole mother to the disciples began to rejoice and praise God. With a loud voice. Well, my God. For all the mighty works that they had seen. See, sometimes, have you ever, have you ever, have you ever, uh, have you ever tried to uh, quench the spirit? You, you, you felt the spirit moving, but you, you were at your desk and and I know God blessed me with this job. And, and boy, if I start acting up on my desk, they go. And you try to. And you, and you feel the spirit moving. And, and you try to hold it. And they, and they just. And somebody just bought your check back to you. And you open up your check. You <laughs> and, and when you just got your check 
making, making 5000 a week. And then at the same time you got your check, you just got an email from your doctor from the, from the test you took that there is no cancer and you and you sitting there trying to and then you try to make it to the bathroom then I get to this bathroom <laughs> you, you try to hold it as long as you could and then you get in the bathroom you turn the water on you start flushing up a commode so they can't hear you say thank you Jesus thank you They held it as long as they could when they saw <laughs> and then they start praising for the mighty ice. They had seen him turn water into wine. They had seen him heal blind Bartimaeus. They seen him heal that woman with the issue of blood. They had seen him call Jairus' daughter back from the dead. They had seen him walk on water. They had seen him feed 5,000 men beside women and children. They had seen him heal Peter's mother-in-law. And they had seen him call Lazarus from the dead. That's why a lot of folk don't understand us because we know it was God's grace, you see. I've seen God do too much. I know what God can do. and I know what he has done in my own life. And, and you can't make me doubt him. I know too much about him. I've seen him do it. I'm here this morning because he did it. He woke me up. He saved me. I'm on my way to hell. He saved me. Then let's hold you too long. No, you always have in every crowd the keep them quiet committee. <laughs> look here, look at it. I call them the wet blanket committee. <laughs> that crowd that wants you to shut up is right here in your text. And some of the Pharisees from among the mother too said unto the master, rebuke thy disciples. And nobody told Trump to shut up yet. Nobody told none of the other politicians to shut up yet. And nobody told little Wayne and all that crowd to shut up. Nobody told Mary Bly to shut up. But when you mention Jesus and start praising God, people want to shush you. And then talk about it don't take all of that. Well, you don't know like I know what the Lord done for me. You don't know you wasn't there. You don't know when and you don't know where how Jesus lifted my burdens and then Jesus said to those blanket keepers Jesus said to those who want to keep it quiet he said if they hold their peace 
the stones would immediately cry out. And I don't want no stone crying out for me. I can say amen with my own mouth. They celebrated what Jesus had done. And I tell you this morning, you ought to celebrate because I was tied up and tangled up. But Jesus, he set me free. And it feels mighty good to be free. If you want a quiet, uh, if you want quiet worship, uh, go to the library. Uh, if you want quiet worship, uh, go to ICU uh, at Seton or St. David. Uh, but when the saints of God uh, get together, uh, we ought to raise our voice uh, and tell him thank you. For another day, thank you. I got health and strength. I can stand on my own two feet. I dressed myself this morning. Thank you. My bed, what my cooling board. My cover, what my winding sheet. And you watched over me all night long. And then early this morning, you touched me with the finger of love. And if nothing else, you can thank him for just waking you up early this morning. I'm going to praise him because I'm free. I'm going to praise him because he set me free. I was tied up in sin. But Jesus rode in and Jesus will set you free. Somebody say yes. I am free. Yes, he set me free. I will tell it everywhere I go. I'm going to tell it every chance I get. I'm going to tell it he's able to set you free. Hey, 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 hey. I never don't dare you to let this whole church every child of God just stand on your feet if you feel like it and at the at the right time all of us gonna yell Jesus hey if he ever done anything for you I know some of y'all looking mad but maybe he ain't done nothing for you but if he if he if he if he ever done anything for you the disciples saw and they could no longer hold their peace when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he done for me. They said I wasn't going to make it. They said I wasn't going to beat nothing. But here I am in my right mind. And I dare you to just call his name. Jesus. There's healing in that name. Jesus. There's deliverance in that name. Jesus. Power. Oh, 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 power. In that 
name. May God bless you. That one thing about it. May God bless you. Before I got saved, we used to be ashamed of my mama praising God. Missionary Lee over McClendon. If you just look like you were going to say Jesus, Ora jumps up and she starts dancing. So we got embarrassed. And listen, mama, it don't take all of that. And my mama looked it up and said, you better shut up because you don't know what it takes for me. And I seen my mama bless God in the kitchen. And that would happen to me and you. When we got saved, we said we wasn't going to tell nobody. But every time I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he done for me, my soul say yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Stories told about an evangelist preaching revival and every night uh, <laughs> every night when the preacher started preaching there was a little boy in the back of the church he run his hands into his pocket come out with a big match like the match and hold it high so the, the evangelist saw him and told the pastor you better watch that boy because every night I start preaching so every night I start preaching every night I start preaching that boy strike a match hold it high he said you better watch him he could be an arsonist or a fire bug but to make a long story short Friday night the boy's mama had overheard the evangelist and she came to him and said sir I don't want to be disrespectful but I heard oh I heard I heard what you said about my boy striking his match but I want to tell you he's no firebug and he's no awesomeness you see when the boy was born he can hear but he cannot speak oh and every time you start talking about Jesus he light a match and hold it high all he is saying is that my soul is on fire hallelujah when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all it done for me my soul catches on fire 
May God bless you. Tied up. And the Lord needs you. He want to set you free. Somebody say yeah. 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 He'll set you free. Thank you, Jesus. Tied up. But Jesus sets you free.